everyone. Welcome to the Big Black Club. Hey, Carl. <sighs> what's up? How's it going? Yeah, Carl, what's Welcome up? Welcome to the BBC. I'll go yeah. like this, right? BBC News. <laughs> We're going to get sued. Watch podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the BBC. No, don't say that. I'll beef it out. You, you just said it. You can't just unsay don't the thing say you say. Dima, don't say that. Yeah, don't say this. <laughs> don't say uh, this. Don't uh, say what you're uh, about uh, to say. Hey, guys. This week, uh, we talked about that a couple weeks back. We wanted to do an Orbis versus Seiko episode. Which so, we're thinking about, and that should have been a Seiko versus Seiko. <laughs> right? Well, I think it, it's 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 more Doesn't interesting matter. to make we'll it, it worse. Time. Yeah, that's okay. So, hey, time. I'm your host, Ooh. Carl. This week, I'm with Kevin. How are you doing, Kevin? Good man, thank you. And I'm with Dimitri. What's up, man? I'm doing pretty awesome right now. Oh man, it's summer. It's beautiful here in Canada. Fuck yeah. We don't have snow, so that's a big plus. We swim in the pool after. Do you this. find that we cherish summer a lot more because we live in Canada? Oh, hundred percent. I feel like if I was like I, I in LA, <laughs> no, I but I, I mean, don't like, get it when I watch TV shows of people in California, they're all like wearing sweaters, and I'm like, because it's like what's seventeen that about? degrees. <laughs> Are you Mark right? Wahlberg? What's that about? No, but like here, hey, you're here it's like 15 degrees and a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. But over there, they're like, yeah, it's like it's only 18 or 19 yeah. degrees. It's like, that's how they wear like sweaters and, and I'm like, why are they wearing wool? Beanies? Beanies. Why is wool part of the equation? Is the, so I, uh, the only thing I would say is that when I was in Arizona, Arizona has a very dry climate. I don't know if it's the same in California, but Arizona is very dry. And 19 yeah. and dry it does not feel like 19 no, 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 and humid. Right. Neither does yeah, 40, it's right? Cold, it's cold as yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but as a Canadian... <laughs> But as a Canadian, I could wear a Speedo it. in 19 and it'd be good. Why would you ever wear a Speedo? To, so you bleed from your eyes? I so don't know. It, <laughs> Speedos are uh, very comfortable. They're very aerodynamic. It makes me dolphin-like. <laughs> makes me go, Okay, so wrist check. Face uh, off. I'll, I'll start. I okay. feel uh, more important this week. So in this week uh, section of what did Kevin bought... It's Dimitri who ordered a bunch of CWC strap for all the team here. So I have an 18 millimeters gray NATO from CWC that I'm going to put on my CWC. <laughs> I'm the only one owning in CWC, right? What CWC are you wearing? The G10. The G10. So the Cabot Watch Company G10. So it's yeah. the quartz one. It's the military um, watch. Uh, my, my watch was in service from uh, uh, 04 to 08. So four years. If we're if I'm not mistaken, that's uh, Afghanistan for 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 the UK. I think they were. Well, which country? There? Which country the states discovered oil in uh, during that time period? Okay, so Middle East. We'll, we'll call which it co- which country didn't have freedom that the the, the desperate and needed freedom <laughs> we'll call during it, that time? We'll call it the Mil- Middle East watch. Now. Okay, Middle East watch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wearing my uh, G10 Middle Middle East watch. This week with the new strap, and you know what? CWC got it white with their um, NATOs. I feel it's a really good bang for the buck. It's a high quality NATO for any watch. I think you guys uh, bought some for other watches, and uh, I'm wearing one now. So well, um, we were talking about buying uh, CWC NATO straps, and we just pulled the trigger and bought a bunch. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our watches uh, are now on that proudly equipped with the the NATO straps from CWC. Yeah, we'll probably see them on our Instagram. So don't forget our Instagram is Big Black Luck Officials. Of course, official. Official. Yeah. Officials. Yeah. Officials. Yeah. Officials. I feel we're not like official. referees. Yeah, we're not referees. <laughs> why not? What do you mean, why not? Because they didn't take me for because the last time. Because it makes time. no Can sense. You stop? I failed at the exam. You're, not everyone's you're, super you're, smart. Like, you're, just, you're, I, I you already look like a zebra. You already look like a zebra. You're like, what Have you black? ever seen a zebra? Look, look at this guy. Has stripes. The guy yeah, has no stripes. stripes on the side. You're going to be very surprised when you're attacked by a zebra or a porcupine. 
What? <laughs> exactly. Because you, you don't you can't even tell the difference. So between a zebra and a porcupine, so, 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 I'm so, pretty sure so, I can tell the difference between the porcupine and the zebra. Congratulations. What, what, ones, you what, have the educational level of a seven year old. <laughs> what? I'm smarter than your dog. <laughs> Another good At quote. certain things. <laughs> but he but he's faster than me, so it bounces out. <laughs> he's so fast. <laughs> I don't get it. He's so agile. I don't get it. Yeah. He can sleep outside at night. Kevin, Kevin, my turn. What are we wearing this week? I'm wearing the Seiko SBDC-133. It is the uh, Irimote Island, the 140th anniversary, limited to 6,000 pieces. This watch is based or inspired by the Japanese Irimote Islands. You're looking at 42 millimeters. Lug width of 48.8. It is just like the the eminent Marine Master 300, but it is a little bit more tailored down. Still has the sharp edges of the Marine Master 300. Drilled lugs. I put on the CWC Grey NATO. Um, the watch is great. It has a very subtle, oh, the dog's, dog's barking, very subtle green sunburst dial, but you really need to have it pop in the sun to really see that it's green. If not, it kind of looks like a very just almost black. Um, really great watch. Really sits well, like a dressy, better everyday watch than the 300. I love the 300, but this one's like a little bit better for the everyday from my perspective. I'm wearing that today. What about you, Dimitri? Uh, yeah, I, I looked at your watch before. I I'm, I love my SPB 143, but this one is just, it's just perfect. I, I, I have to admit, I think that I equally like that one as much as I do. I, I like my SPB. God damn you, Seiko. It is just <laughs> great. It is, it is. <laughs> damn you, it is Seiko. Such a, it is such a looker. It is such a, like... If I were, if I own this watch, I would probably wear it every day. Like it's yeah. just, it's perfect, perfect, perfect. I I left the SKX. SKX is a bit cheap on the cheaper side. Of I course. bought. I've owned the Sumo last year. Right. I've owned the Sumo last year, uh, and the Sumo just you know is just missing a few pieces. Like it's uh, the forty four millimeters for four point five even. I think. Yeah, it's like forty five. Yeah. And uh, it, the 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 it's not super flat. This one tapers a little bit on the bezel. The bezel is excellent. The finish is fantastic. All of those little sharp edges with high polish. I um I like everything about this watch the um the 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 high polish finish I love the 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 dial sunburst green but it's like very dark yeah and it's not it's 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 subtle I think it's it's perfect it's yeah. if I I don't think I'll ever purchase an SKX again even if it's like a new old stock but I think that I would want to own something like this like something that's higher level yeah it, it is perfect. You know, I was always hesitant, you know, Dimitri, when you say that. I was always hesitant on the high-priced Seikos because you're like, well, do I get the $1,000 one, blah, blah, blah. And then you look at the SPB 143, which we're going to look at today versus the Oris. And you look at the the the, the yeah. SBDC 133 that I have. Their expensive Seikos are yeah. really well yeah. done. Holy I agree. shit. I agree. And I, I'm looking at this watch. And I, think, I, I think it's pronounced, holy shit. Oh boy! No, you almost made me slip up there. <laughs> ah, ah. I, I I agree with you. I I I think that this is pretty perfect. One of the best divers I've ever seen. Yes, it, it is. I, it's just, just I can't look away. I, it's it's just it's cool, gorgeous. So yeah, I'm wearing right now. I'm, I borrowed a watch from Kevin, and I'm wearing yeah. a Rolex Milgauss that he purchased a, a very nice fitted leather strap for, with an, like almost like a Rolex looking clasp. Yeah, I didn't go with Everest. It's an ABB, a, sorry, ABP concept. They're uh, Parisian. They're from France. They make custom straps. You can get as all opposed the types to Parisian of from uh, Slovenia, uh, Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the straps are uh, customized for. You can choose the color that you want to go for. You can just choose the model that you have. And the Air King has is there. And uh, 
Hair King, as you would say. Hair and, King. And um, I suggest this one Three because H's. I've seen the Everest. The Everest is great, but it's all rubber. And this kind of gives it this um, rubber on the inside and leather on the outside to just make it. And, you know, the one thing I have to say, put it on, the comfort is just Excellent. Well, it's it's rubber both sides. It's just the finish on the outside. The finish is out. It's a little bit drasser. Like, yeah, a little uh, bit drasser. No, uh, it's a leather. Uh, it's a leather they put on it. C'est un cuir. It's an actual oh, yeah. veritable. Yeah, it's an actual Damn. leather that they put on top of the rubber. And um, I will say one thing because I have certain tools. Make sure you, if you buy it, is let your me name Dennis it. Reynolds? It's a pain in the fucking ass. It was terrible to put on. Oh my god, it was hard. And so I have, a, I have tools she said. to like to like fix it. The watch. One and little no. interesting fact about this watch, I think that you've mentioned before, and I, I think it's I think it's true, but I'm open to being corrected, is that because it's You're a green, it's a green sapphire glass. Yeah. This watch is is one of those watches that. Uh, is not really copied because it's too expensive to produce it so you can't really get a fake no so you're you're very close to exactly that they have a green sapphire glass that they did not patent because other companies that were going to try to mimic it they were like you're going to do a replica of this go for it go find green sapphire it's not going to be cheaper than the actual one right he goes go find green sapphire and and patent so they didn't patent it for that which I thought was really Rolex it's ballsy it's ballsy love the balls Carls what are you wearing today of course you do Oh, you already said I it. You're started, CBC. Like, All right, uh, fine. Okay, let's yeah, go. Yeah, so you're a terrible host. Uh, you wow, you're terrible. Host you're here. terrible. Uh, you're wasting everyone's time. Not host. Terrible host of terrible what? Not host. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're wasting everyone's time. Attendees? <laughs> a spectator. <laughs> Welcome. So this week we're going um, Rolex versus Oris. And we have two... Um, not Rolex, it's Seiko uh, versus Seiko, Oris. Seiko. Wow, you're <laughs> terrible. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we cancel his contract? Yeah. I don't have a contract. When does, uh-huh. does it end? <laughs> we, well, we're not paying you. <laughs> it's worse for you. <laughs> oh, but sorry. Before we get into it, I need to tell you a story that oh, I heard this week, okay. which is great. Yes, cool. So Once upon a time. As I'm looking online, there is a watch brand and watch maker that I noticed came out on Kickstarter since I'm kind of like um, a fan and I kind of follow it. So Kickstarter came out with a watch called the Jacques Bianchi. The JB200. And what's cool about this is that th- this is a watch that's resurrected itself. And <laughs> it's, um, it's a Phoenix. It came back. It's a re-edition. It's a French dive watch from the south parts of, uh, of France from Marseille. And uh, France uh, has a long history. Way. France has a long history when it comes to watches and especially dive watches because a lot of the Marine Nationale, the divers. So if you know anything about the Rolex, the Comex group, so Rolex Comex divers are very rare, but they, it's because they were specific watches made for this Comex diving group. They were specific divers. And Jacques, Jacques Biaché, Bianchi, excuse-moi, he was a watchmaker from the Port Marseille in the 80s, he actually created a watch specifically for uh, the French Navy, a group of divers. They're not called the um, Comex group, but they were actually for specific French divers. They were purchased by the Marine Toulon via the Fleet Supply Service, the French National Marine Department. And they bought a dozen of the Jacques Bianchi Marseille JB200 quartz watches. And now they're coming back on Kickstarter with a watch that is 42 millimeters. Not ugly. The crown is on the left side and it has a scuba man on it, just like it makes me think of Vostok. Mm-hmm. And it has this Destro type style case with yep. a tropical rubber strap. There's nothing wrong with this watch. It looks really great. You can get it um, on 
Kickstarter right now for 599 euros, and it's going to probably retail for double that when it's done. But then when I noticed when I was reading, a name came up of uh, the person that he's actually affiliated to. In oh, no. Who he is. Who, who are you thinking? Oh, no. Tell, tell, tell me. So as this person is actually working alongside another French brand by a person named Fabrice Pouget, who is the owner and creator of a brand called Mare, Air, and Terre that, uh, created, <laughs> no. that created the Eggmaster. The Eggmaster. <laughs> oh, my God. So I kind of want to get this watch just to <laughs> fuck with you. <laughs> oh, my God. They took the Eggmaster money to yes. do a scuba diver watch. The, I like, Great I like scuba watch, call by the, the way. The Eggmaster money. This, this, that's, that's some Eggmaster money. And then because I'm reading it, I'm like, wait a minute. I go, Fabrice Pouchard. I'm like, I know that name. <sighs> oh and it's God. from Mar Arta. I'm like, that's the Eggmaster. Oh, my Matt. God. So for people who are new to the podcast, <laughs> uh, it's from the What Are We Thinking episode. Yeah, the worst watches ever. The worst watch episode. I was thinking about the Eggmaster. That was a, a, a chronograph fully built for cooking eggs for timing oh, the it's very difficult to, to cook eggs oh right? my god it's like hard hard boiled egg yeah you need like a pot water. you need a pot and like <laughs> water and, and, and oh, <laughs> wow. electricity I mean what and fire. safety right because what if you get robbed during so, the, like, so you have to make sure it's safe so apparently they didn't get killed uh, they're still alive <laughs> and I thought it was great this Destro French diver <sighs> a common project So I, but I honestly reading it, I think it's a good, um, I think it's a good compromise. I think it's good that people yeah. would actually want to take you know a look what? at I that. I think I have a new objective for, uh, for my life and this podcast is I want to be, if we can get popular enough that we can do interviews and you want to speak to them. I want to speak you're to gonna, that You're going to buying the fucking watch. I bet he'll sell you on it. No, 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 oh. no, 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 Lies. They'll only give me money for me to get to get Ed Master. Lies. But, but I want to get an interview with that dude. <laughs> I just asked him, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> so one thing here, you heard it here first on this podcast, the Jacques Biachy. If you get a chance to get it, I would say get it. He's in his 80s. He's not going to be long now. <laughs> the what, better worth more than in alive, right? But I'm saying it's a wonderful, probably his last collaboration, probably his last watch he'll make. I think it's cool. Very comex kind of style. Has a lot of class. Very simple. Very straightforward. 200 meter diver. Watch. 42 millimeter But watch. I, I would have to wear it on my left so it doesn't work. You can wear it on your left. The idea is that you don't need to mess with the crown. It doesn't in dig into your wrist. I know. But it would work perfectly on your right because you can use your left hand to adjust it. You never adjust a watch when it's on your wrist. Anyway, <laughs> comex comes with a lot of uh, legendary status. You can't get a comex diver Uh, you can't get a Comex diver. Well, you can if you're Jesus uber rich. Christ. And if you have that kind of money, please contact us. You know. <laughs> so anyway, that was my fun story. I thought you would get a uh, laugh out of that. Uh, it's a laugh. It's uh, it's despair. It's, it's, uh, I, I feel... I feel... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll cut it out. So... Um, Like oh, it's great. Uh, you just put the multi diver on the black strap. Yeah, oh, that yeah. looks really I, I, good. I actually think it looks better than the. It I looks. Pop, I think it, it looks pops better. The, it pops the because, green and the black because bezel. Because the black bezel, Oof. it works perfect. I think the black. That's why Oof. I changed it. I mean, fuck! It looks. Oh my god! Okay, I'm taking this. <laughs> you can. We can borrow. You know, you can take it's for a week. week. No, no, We're working know, from home, right? You didn't say borrow. You said I'm taking. Take it. Yeah. And I'm going to murder you. I take your shit. Take a shit in your bathroom. After. <laughs> And not flush. And not flush. Because what do you care? You're dead. Yeah, I don't care. I'm dead. 
I really don't care about that. I, 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 yeah, I just, I just basically Kevin, Kevin had his uh, SBDC 133 on uh, like a, a vintage, na- vintage gray NATO from CWC, but I changed it to a, like a pure black and I think yeah. it, it, it emphasizes, it works better, I think. What's, because what, it, what, what's pure black versus non-pure black? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. There's going to be what, huge beef bo- there. Bo- <laughs> right. Oh my God. Okay, so uh, oh, oh my god, like the last minute's gonna be canceled. Oh my god, so to go it's back, it's okay because you're doing the plus pro. Oh so my god, so much work for me, so much work. <laughs> Every time you say something horrible that he has to beep out, it's like 10 it's minutes like, it's like 10 minutes of work. So, you know what? If you want to punish him, that's how you punish him. No, this is not being recorded. <laughs> You were like, God damn! <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, today's subject, over versus Seiko, we had two specific models in mind. Um, I'm going to prepare your bingo cards. Prepare your bingo cards. I'm going to say references, numbers. There's a lot of it. Man, the black so, NATO is oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Really, you're right, it Dimitri. Is, it's it's just, a good it's, call. Oof. It is so good. Oh, my God. Very good call on that, yeah. So we're going with the roll the Oris 01754774131660752074 BR versus so it's, it's, it's the Oris 65 right SP143 <laughs> So it's the Oris 65 versus the Seiko SPB. Sunset Brown Sunset Brown yeah so this is 65 second brown versus the Seiko SPB143 J1 if it's a J- yeah. Japanese uh, yeah. market. They, they usually are. I don't think they say J1. It's just J. But It's J. It's yeah. J because it says Japan at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's part of the prospect line. My uh, yes, yes, it's prospects. So pro- prospects is a is a basically an almost an acronym for professional specification. Yes. Japanese, uh, right? It's a new Super line of High Five 2.0. Super Megaphone time now. So we have multiple categories. We have uh, 10 overall, if I'm not mistaken. We'll go... Kevin, Dimitri, and me, I'll be tiebreaker if needed. Yeah, uh, that's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> the idea is that we have a pretty high-end Japanese diver that's uh, more on the tool side, really wonderful recreation of their first diver. And then we have a Swiss entry-level skin, skin diver that's also true because what's good is you have a 62 Maz, 63 Maz kind of diver here, right? It's true to the original. You also have Dimitri, if you go into the episodes that we talk about dive watches, Dimitri talks about skin divers. The Aura 65 mm-hmm. is also based on a vintage-inspired yeah. 1965 skin diver. We want to just share with you. We want to go through them, you know, see where we kind of line them up. And, you know, it's fun for viewers out there. If, you, if you're listening, uh, what could help you uh, make a decision if you want to buy one or the other? And what, why? When one's good. At one, the plus and minuses of each one of them. Yeah, uh, they're different price brackets, but it's a lot of fun. So talking about price bracket, the first category we're going to talk about is value. Value. So let's. I'm going to say we start with Oris first, and yeah. we go with Seiko second. So Kevin, um, well, I don't go with Seiko versus Oris. I kind of say who is the winner between both, and we can just go for what's the difference. Person. But fair enough. Yeah. So to me, I have to say that Seiko wins under value. You're looking at a watch that retails for a little over a thousand dollars U.S. American, exactly. Mm-hmm. It takes you about fifteen hundred Canadian, yeah. And doubling that brings you to the to the Oris. The Seiko wins under value as it normally does. I would have to say in many 
many categories. When you look at chronographs, when you look at uh, divers, maybe dress watches, when you look at even Grand Seiko, right. uh, Seiko wins normally bang over buck because they just tend to do things a little bit better. For the money. For the money. Oris has great value, and I'll tell you why, just specifically under this market, so you can do your own judgment. A lot of people tend to look at Swiss divers, right? They look at Swiss watches. Oris falls under that Swiss category. So if you're looking for a Swiss watch, I'd say outside of Longines, Oris is really into that entry-level type. You know, it's the best bang you can get for buck for an, a Swiss diver. Oris has great value. Where it could surpass temporarily versus the Seiko is that this specific Oris, because it's a Sunset Brown, is if they stop making it then I think it could because it's specific. But as an OR 65 versus the 62 mass or 63 mass of Seiko in this 1965 reissue, the Seiko wins value. They, it gets the point for me. Thank you. So value, I, I have to agree with Kevin. And then I'm trying to be the, the least biased I can because I own that Seiko and Kevin owns the, the Oris. Uh, I also think that the, in specific in the value, buy both, just buy both. Yeah, buy both. <laughs> yeah. Make it, make your own, your own mind. We don't care, guys. Uh, buy both for sure. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about value also. Um, just a quick disclaimer: I, I own the SVB 143, and Kevin owns the uh, Oris uh, 60, Five. Was it, 65. So I'm going to try to be uh, the least biased I can, but uh, you have to know this before I continue. <laughs> Uh, we all know that Seiko's yeah. going to win. I, I, I think that value-wise, Seiko <laughs> also, also takes the, the win on mm-hmm. this one. And value-wise, because they give you a lot for the price. Mm-hmm. They have the fully integrated structure where Seiko produces everything. Every single piece of the watch is made in-house. Yeah, Not a lot of watches have that. Nacho. Yeah. Jesus. Sorry. Uh, Seiko produces everything in-house. Not a lot of watches have that. And uh, they make their cases, they make their mechanisms. Everything is Seiko, pure Seiko. And uh, Seiko costs half the price that the Oris costs. And I think in terms of value, and we'll get to the movement uh, later on, mm-hmm. in terms of value, Seiko brings a lot more to the table than the Oris. True. Yeah, um, I'll go with Dima on this one as well. I think your dollar goes further with Seiko than does with Oris, not saying. But I said the same. <laughs> I said I'd go with Dima. Yeah, the, but I also said the same. Yeah, but Dima said Dima with you. Oh, okay, I get so, you. I get you. It's a chain reaction. Exactly. Okay, right? okay, okay. <laughs> okay, got you. You don't have to say KKK. I don't think it's appropriate. It's inappropriate. Yeah, come on. You're gonna get you canceled. So bad. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, okay. So I think this one is um. This one is uh, an easy one. Yeah, is, everybody is uh, uh, Seiko, Seiko for value. Point so to Seiko. Um, the next one is design. So, um, what what's what's used in the design of the watch, and what the uh, watch uh, tells as a story? Design I guess too. for this one, I go with Oris. The design is of the vintage charm. You're looking at a 1965s reissue. This specifically, the Fumé dial, oversized crown, the tapering of the bracelet brings it down from 20 to 16. The Seiko is a great diver. But then when comparable, when we're talking about design, Oris took more risks. The bezel is just more refined. The indices shine and pop. The raising of the sapphire, not Hesalite, not acrylic. They went with sapphire to raise that. I go with design. I have to give it to Oris. It was a, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, um, how can I say, diminished or conservative. It was risky, 
but they made it uh, perfectly from a, a, a reissue of a 1965 diver. They did a good job on that design. Not to give anything away from the Seiko. The Seiko did a perfect reissue of the Seiko diver, but between both, I think Oris uh, hits it out of the park on this one. Dimitri? I also have to agree with Kevin. I think that uh, in terms of design, Oris takes it. Like you said, Seiko did a perfect ratio yeah. of the 62 mass, but the 62 mass itself was not meant to be something that was very unique in terms of its design. It was supposed to be bare bones, robust, um, let's say, uh, classic looking, standard, I think is the word you can also throw in. They made a perfect reiteration of that yeah. original design, but the design itself is more of a bare bones. Where, while Oris took a lot more risk making the watch that they made, and I think they succeeded quite a bit, especially with that like interesting... It's not a... Is it a sunburst? Fumé, they call a it? Fumé dial. Fumé dial, yeah. Fumé dial, yeah. you have the interesting patterns in the bracelet. This watch, for sure, in, in my head, takes it in yeah. terms of design. Beautiful. Carl? Well, two Oris's. Yeah. Uh, one Seiko. I guess at this point, it sure. doesn't really matter. For, for but you, I would like to sure. hear your yeah. point why you would give it to Seiko. Because um, it's Carl. <laughs> Because f you, that's why. Because Carl could tattoo a zin. He's a Tudor Pelagos is his diver. Oh, oh yeah, sure. He does like that. <laughs> True, right? You're all about the robustness. Yeah. Um, the reason I go with Seiko is um, first thing first. Uh, some people are gonna say that that's not a good thing, but I feel that they went a bit more uh, subtle and um, co common with the design, right? Yeah. The Oris could get out of uh, outside of la mode, right? Yeah, could out, get out, out, of, out of fashion. Yeah. Out of fashion, right? It's like the gill and the wagon. Though. Sorry, this specific Oris because the Oris sixty five line. Yeah, yeah. But we're talking about yeah. this specific yeah, no, one, no, no, right? No. I agree with you because this is like a gill and the wagon of watches, right? It's exactly, like the design right? that's just don't so, change it, don't don't fix so, it if it's so, ain't broken, so right? So the Seiko is stainless steel with the super hard cording from uh, Seiko. It's an untrusted, almost like untrusted gray dial. It's black bezel. It's timeless. Yeah. It is. Timeless, it's never going to yeah. be outside of fashion, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So that's why I go with Seiko on the design. Yes, Oris. Uh, push a bit more the boundaries, tried new things, and it worked well. But maybe in 10 years, that bronze-brown combo won't Mino be in work. fashion in yeah. anymore. It's right? killing it right now because bronze is killing it, as we know with Tudor right? this week, so, right? So for me, like, I'm not saying it's fast fashion, but like Oris is like following a trend or maybe setting a trend that, that can get out of touch. But for the Seiko will yeah. probably be as in touch as... Relevant re forever. Forever, right? Yeah. So I was going with Seiko for that reason. Yeah. Right. But if I'm just going to say so one thing. If you're listening out there, if you're looking at the Oris 65, look at the line we're talking about the sunset brown mm -hmm. they have a version of all of them they have the ones with yeah. the 369 skin diver that you saw dimitri right you saw it with the one that actually has the 369 12 i like the diver, uh, right? i like the one that has the, the square 12 markings 3, on the 6, dial 9, right makes me think of like the glassuta original yeah exactly so the cq so, but what's good is that the the or 65 design is is true to the 65 there's a lot of different uh versions of it so next uh, category is movement Movement. What's powering the watch? Movement. What's your movement? Take? The watch brand or movement? Uh, the cancelled. Like you're you're out. That was that was last episode for Dima. Uh, thank wow. you for your service. <laughs> I uh, give it to Seiko. It's in house, larger power reserve. Although it does bring down the beat rate to twenty one thousand beats per hour, right? I still give it uh, to uh, Seiko. Larger power reserve with the six R thirty five. The Oris is attractive for people out there, just for the people who are thinking. Well, like attractive Oris things. is attractive because it's a Salida SW200, so it's an ETA. Easy to service, 
not too expensive, reliable movement. It is a workhorse. The movement, though, is better be to Seiko. I give it for two reasons. It is um, larger power reserve. You're getting to 70 hours, and it's fully in-house. I got to give it that. Uh, but the Aorus does have its attractive points because of the fact that it is a affordable Swiss movement to service. So anyone out there buying, that might be an attractive point to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm a fan of in-house, so I'm going with the Seiko on this one. It's So far, we all agree. Uh, so, so, so far, I agree with Kevin 100%. I also am going with Seiko on this one because it's an in-house movement, which is basically like like owning a, like a glass hood, right? It's just, you get all Seiko. Uh, 6R, 6R35 is a fantastic movement. It's a, um, what's this, a 70 hour power reserve movement. It's not four hertz, it's three hertz, as opposed to the Oris, but you get more hours, uh, and it's very, for, for a lot lower price. I think that yep. it is very yeah, difficult. Lower to, price, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's half the price of the Oris, and Oris is not even using. Oris is using basically the lower rated ETA, right? It's a Salida SW two hundred, the replica. So it's hard to side mm. with Oris on this one, and I'm going with Seiko. Uh, I, I like that you point out the uh, note um, redo of a uh, movement. Um, like the Seiko is a six R thirty five. It's seventy seventy hour per reserve with the. Um, the, uh, watch that's 20 hours more than the 6r15 uh and that's what the movement is based on right so it's like an upgrade of a 6r15 and when but they also up the price like crazy so a lot of people have the 6r15 yeah in a low in another seiko like the older seiko samurai the seiko sumo sorry mm-hmm and then they go okay i'm adding this much power reserve lower beat rate but i'm paying like Eight hundred dollars more, so it's an upgrade from a Seiko. From a Seiko, yeah. yeah. Um, but I was looking at the Oris, and it, the movement is the Oris uh, seven thirty three. Yeah, but it's just that, uh, it's based on the uh, Celida, so SW two hundred one. Yeah, and that movement is a clone of, of the, the ETA twenty eight twenty four, yeah, which is the biggest so, workhorse of all time. Yeah, I know, but still, for me, it's still uh, a copy of a copy. It's no, like, but Celida is his own name now at this point. Right? I know, but yeah. you know, it's. Based on and Eta is not really a copy it. though. Eta is a Eta. No, Eta I know the Eta twenty eight twenty four is the base model, yeah. but Celida cloned it and called it the SW two hundred one. Yeah, we right. all agree. Right. It's a right? Yeah. And Horus took that movement and called it the seven three three. So for me, it's like three steps down the road, like lost in translation. I don't know. I don't feel that's a lot of prestige right. for that yeah, movement. We'd have to, right. we'd have to ask and see like why. They change the name. They change the name. What did they do? Maybe it's a good, uh, another good uh, idea for a podcast is talk about movement brands. Yes, yes. So I was talking about the prestige of changing your movement name three times. I think that's a a good segue for the next uh, category: the prestige of the brand, the prestige of that watch, um, what it represents. Kevin, what's your take on that? I have to give it to Seiko just because Seiko as a brand overall is a killer. It is. If you haven't heard about our Seiko podcast, you should listen to it. It'll tell you all about Seiko's, the collection you should have, and along with Grand Seiko. Seiko caused a quartz crisis. It caused a whole bunch of disruption. <laughs> the women, Kawabunga. Even, even, Kawabunga. Kawabunga it is. And even some of the finest Swiss um, chronometer measurement awards, Seiko was winning them. And they're Japanese. Right. right. They they kill everyone. The first everyone time they created the, the spring drive, they won right away. They just destroy everyone yep. in terms of a brand prestige. Seiko has such a rich, rich, rich history, and I wonder if they didn't have 
such affordable watches, what it would even mean for that brand. But, you know, it's too bad that a lot of people associate and a lot of people have trouble getting behind Grand Seiko because of that. Because if you look at Seiko or Grand Seiko, some of them are the amazing. Best. And our divers are great they're examples the, the of best. how amazing Seiko actually is. So brand prestige, Seiko gets the win for me on this one. It is interesting because this is the first time actually I was going to give the brand prestige to Oris. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you read about it. And you were like, whoa. And the reason I, your, your reasoning is very good. Yeah. And I, 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 if I was looking at that from that perspective, I would probably agree with you. But the reason why I went with Oris is that Oris, in terms of brand prestige, I, th- I felt about like the brand, brand value, the value of the watch you get. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. And, yeah, uh, and, the, brand, amount, right? and the amount yeah. of, let's say, the amount of return on your investment that you yeah. get, Oris is up there because Oris is a private brand. As opposed to a bunch of brands, even my Omega, right, is owned by yeah. uh, Swatch. Uh, Swatch. Even though they kind of let them roam free, it's but true. they're still owned by somebody else. Oris is a private Swiss brand. There's not a lot of those yeah. left. Uh, they, uh, I, I get it. Uh, Seiko has a fantastic history, and you know I totally agree with what you were saying. But I think I, ha- I have to give it to Oris because of the uh, of, of 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 the the creativity that a brand uh, provides with their watches. The, the the audacity that they the moves that they take to create watches even the design of your specific watch is not something that other brands will be brave enough to do but Oris does it it's hard not to look like the Submariner <laughs> yeah. that's yes. what I kind of look at when we look at and, all these divers we're like what doesn't and, look and like I the think Submariner that, in this and I think that in terms of representing the, the the perfect skin diver of the 60s which is when yeah. the skin divers started the diver 65 is the perfect watch. Love the skin divers. I, I'm a big fan of skin divers in general. We were talking so, about that in the divers episode. The Longines so this skin is the f- diver, the Oris yeah. skin diver. So this is the mm. first uh, point that uh, we disagree. And it's funny because you own the Oris and I own the Seiko. And I yeah, choose yeah, the Seiko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I choose the Oris for the brand prestige. And it's funny yeah. because in the last episode, you get into, or you give this to Oris, right? You're all about the brand prestige of Oris because you're like, I did research and I really yeah, love Oris. So, yeah, so, yeah. so for people at home, that's our second recording of that episode. Uh, we had a huge had like, a power outage. You have a power outage that like, k- killed the file last time. So on second take, like Kevin was saying. It was a tornado. Oh know. shit! <laughs> um, I have to go with Oris, but I'll go with uh, Seiko for a quick background. When I did my research, Seiko is known for a worldwide as the best watchmaker for affordable watches. I think when you have a budget, Seiko is the best bang for the buck, right? But that's a different uh, category. I know, but if you want more prestige, you have to go with Grand Seiko. Right, and even if Grand Seiko is not well understood right now, they do have a good traction over the last couple of years as being a good watchmaker. They're still not there, right? It's a lot of money for what it is, and you can see it easily with the aftermarket. Um, an aftermarket Grand Seiko lost a lot of value versus um, a brand new one. So, aftermarket is a good telltale of uh, if the watch is keeping its value. It's a prestige of that watch. So, I was looking with Oris. I was like, I don't know Oris too too much, so I need to go uh, and look into it and what i found was really really interesting so quick quick um explanation of uh the uh the history of it so oris was uh started as a business in 1904 they employed 67 people within the first year so that's a rapid growth right uh within that rapid growth they were they had to build houses and amenities in their town they were working at uh because by 19 11, so seven years after the foundation of the company, they had more than 300 workers. A year before Titanic sank. Cool. <laughs> 1912? 
Oh, you're good. You're smart. Eh? <laughs> so, in 1911, math um, is easy for you. <laughs> so, seven years after that, they start doing business. They had 300 workers within two factories. Um, so, the founder died in uh, 1927. So, the person who take the business back as a president was Jacques David Lecoultre. Uh, he was the grandson of Antoine Lecoultre, of Jaeger Lecoultre. Oh. Right? So it, it was like Lecoultre, a family member who was running Oris for many, many years um, until the quartz crisis when Seiko went like Kawabunga and like destroyed exactly. everything, right? So um, just before the quartz crisis, they were selling one. They point went full Pearl Harbor on the, <laughs> exactly. on the watches. Kamikaze! <laughs> 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 oh god <laughs> getting cancelled so bad I mean this is a historical fact I don't know if you yeah, yeah, yeah we're it? history teachers guys yeah, yeah. so so Oris <laughs> just before the quartz crisis they were selling 1.2 million watches a year they employed 800 people right, right. 1.4 million watches a year 1.2 which is more than just the before, Rolex today just before which quartz is insane crisis. right because this yeah. is the highest this is the, the highest selling brand of so all. they 1.2 million watches a year, 800 people working directly for Oris, yeah, right? Think, I think we... And then, Kaobanga. Everything went south and they dropped to less than a dozen employees, right? Got, like, now they're living... And that was the course crisis that uh, made it happen? Yeah, they went from 800 employees... God damn point, eh? 1.2 million watches a year to a dozen employees just to say that Oris is flying But on I the mean, radar. To, I'll be honest, this is, the, this is the management's fault. Like, yeah. not seeing this no, happen and not adjusting in advance. 100%. 100%. A, a they, did, fully they did a bunch of yeah. quarts. They didn't work well. They went back to uh, automatic manual movement and stuff like that. And Oris is as what we know today. But... I think their story is way more interesting than just Seiko being a powerhouse as yeah. they were a watchmaker, right? The, so the, I have to go and give the prestige point from my side to Oris. So on yeah. that side, Oris is winning. You went with Seiko, you went with Oris. Yeah. We'll I go with Oris, Oris as well. No, but you know so. what? I, I think that you made a good point. And, and just for listeners out there, buying guide, Seiko is this longstanding, I have this super crazy brand. But what we're saying, I think here, the takeaway is if you're a buyer out there, Don't underestimate Oris's history. No, Do yeah. your research. Mm -hmm. If you want to feel with a brand that's exclusive, like Dimitri mentioned, that they're not mm -hmm. owned by anyone, if you want to be part of that, because a lot of people like that. Yep. Yep. Oris might be their way to go. If you want that long-standing 150 years, Kawabunga it is, Seiko is the way to go. But I think that uh, I think it's a very good point that you guys both brought. I think that's excellent. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, so after Prestige, I think the best uh, thing to look into is quality of the watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, Kevin, do you have any take on the quality of uh, Oris and the Seiko? Quality, I'm going to go with Oris. And I think it comes with the, the money that was invested within it. Oris, from a watch unto itself, the overall quality of the watch, the bracelet. When you look at this rivet bracelet, super thin, that's trying to mimic this vintage style. The case unto itself that is perfectly made like the skin diver, the signed crown that is oversized with the knurling, the perfect size to the bezel, the bronze of it, the overall sapphire. I know it costs double what the Seiko costs. We're not talking about bang for buck. We're talking about overall quality, the applied indices, the sapphire crystal, the date window that is so dug into that dial, the fume P, uh, dial in itself the four hertz the way that it all fits together it is overall in terms of quality and the i have to give it to the uh, oris in that sense that that, that 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 i have it overall for the quality the level of refinement finish stands apart the bezel responsiveness for this one 
it is just a killer. But again, we're talking about a watch that's twice the price, so I have to give the quality to ours. I really do have to, to give it to it. I think Seiko's wonderful. Guys, don't get me wrong. Seiko's have watches that are $200. I, we have an SKX here in front of us. You take that SKX, you put it next to my uh, SBDC 133, you put it next to the SPB uh, 143. Not the same thing. No. That SPB. Different level. It's a different that level. That SPB of watch. at 143 at 1500 bucks is punching above his weight. Guys, we're comparing a $1,500 watch to a $3,000 watch, and it's a close race. So to me, that's why I give it to the to the Oris overall. But that SPB guys do not underestimate. We had a three watch collection for fifteen hundred bucks, and I had that SPB with a G Shock and I think a, <laughs> a a Dan Henry, and I think that could be your only diver. That could be your only watch. It's a yeah. fucking amazing watch. Yeah. So quality going with Oris. I'm going with Oris on this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dimitri, right off the bat, I'm 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 going to go with Oris on the quality, and the reason I'm going is quite simple. Obviously, it's kind of in the price. Yeah. The yeah. price is double. You can put more into but it. But I think if you look at, at just the watch itself, the dial, uh, I don't think that Seiko is worse built. Yeah. yeah. But the, the huge difference comes in the bracelet. Yeah. So the, the, the Oris bracelet is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it is. Respect S- the vintage, eh? Yeah, you have to. 20 you to have 16. To. It's light. It's well built. It's it's not hollow end. It, it's just, it's perfect. A Seiko bracelet still need, leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, the watch itself, I think the the case is equally as good in terms of build quality. Yeah. Uh, but the bracelet makes all the difference. And just straight up, I'm going with Oris. You know something you said, you talk about the bracelet. You know when these bracelets are super thin, they go from 20 to 16. I find they can be flimsy, right? Mm. Oris does a really high quality bracelet that still is true to vintage. Shout out to Uncle Seiko. They also have a very good yeah. aggressive taper yeah. on a bracelet. Yeah. Uh, I was looking to buy. I'm waiting for the Uncle Seiko to release like an SPB. Like custom. oh, they will. That's coming, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want to have because SPB and uh, your other uh, Seiko is a 20 millimeter. Yeah. Uh, lag width. I'm, I'm I'm hoping that they will release something like to tw- 20 to 16. Oh, I want a beautiful. Vintage, I want an aggressive yeah. fucking taper. That, that that's it. Because uh, I yeah. they were they, by the way they just recently released a strap code bracelet for SPB 143. Yeah. I'm not gonna go that uh, direction anymore. Totally, yeah. It's totally. Yeah. I want something that more of an Uncle Seiko, more more that feels like this. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm actually gonna because I kind of I kind of like the Seiko standard bracelet. It's okay. Yeah, but whatever. But I but I mean, hundred dollar bracelet is a for a strap 50, monster. This that's thing. a strap. It is a strap monster, and I said that when you got it. The yeah. SBB one four three is wonderful. I, I want to buy a rubber like I asked you before about your uh, SBDC one thirty three, the rubber Seiko thing. It actually will probably fit this one too. Yeah. Uh, I I, I want to buy a rubber. Rubber, rubber, rubber I'll lend strap. you one actually. Yeah. Rubber so, strap. So you went a waffle strap probably. You went with Oris for the. Uh, I'm going with Oris for, for the quality. quality. Yes, I have to because of the bracelet difference. Cool. Not the dial, but the bracelet for sure. It's Oris. Yeah. So I was going against both of you again, once again, uh, for the quality. I had to go with Seiko, and my take on it was just because of the uh, quality per dollar. Uh, the way okay. that uh, Seiko. But that's value. Yeah, but. Overall, like, what's the quality you can get for X amount of money as well? But quality. Right? If something is a ratio, it's a value. It's not. It's not quality. Yeah, but if we like last episode, we're talking about cars, right? The quality is also something you can get per dollar spent. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so the value is yes, it, it is like the metric for it. But I think um, the the quality could be measured as well as um, how, how far the dollar can get you. 
So I, I was going with um, Seiko on that just because it's so impressive for what it can give you to that amount of money. Uh, but you both went with Aris, so it's it's not about the win. Make make your your point because this is about it's more like a buying guide. Yes, there's no like oh it wins and the other one's garbage. Put uh, it in the blender, right? <laughs> will it will blend? blend. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about more like why we think one would be mm. this versus the other in your yeah. terms of like buying so, guide. So on quality, if you look at Aris, right? Uh, I, I think I can compare it to Longines and Tag. Yeah, and I think that's that's the the competitors right when you mm. look at it the Oris and, and Longin yeah and maybe out of the Longin and Tag uh, I would put Oris in second position Tag being first Oris second and Longin third and that's my take on it um, they're built all built in Switzerland as well so Seiko is you're going with Japanese you're going with the different school of thought as well on, on that side uh, but overall I think personally it's maybe because of my liking I, I would go with the Seiko but you guys both went with Oris so it's an Oris round on that thing So next category is style. Earlier we talked about design. Design is the specification, yeah. the numbers, right? Uh, the vectors, yeah. if you're into design. Yeah. Uh, styling is how does it fit within uh, the current uh, fashion? How yeah. does it with you? How does it fit with what you're wearing? Yeah. So um, Kevin, what's your take on the style? Although I agree, this has an expiration to it the because Oris. of the longevity of the style. Yeah. I give the style to Oris, and this is what I'm saying, the, Oris, the, st the style to Oris, and I'll explain why. Right now, bronze is hot. It's so hot right now. So hot, hot, right, hot, now. So hot right now. So hot right now. What came out this week, eh? The fucking Tudor bronze babe. Bronze black babe. Whatever. Oh, man. <laughs> baby, baby. Bronze is hot, man. It so is. Hot right it really so hot is. right now. I have to give the style to Oris for me. The Seiko is very tooly, very great. The Seiko, the Oris has a little bit um, more flair. The Seiko is very straightforward. They play it safe, very traditional. Very tasteful though. The Seiko is super tasteful. It has that versatility that you want from a tool watch. But what the Oris offers? Who did you offers, call a tool? <laughs> what the Oris offers? It takes it takes risks. The Oris line as well has something for everyone. So I really see it from a style perspective. Maybe not this watch, but all the Oris line. Go look at them. They have the one that has the vintage skin diver with the 12, 3, 6, and 9. It has rubber tropic straps. It has steel straps. It has bronze bezel with nothing else. This one has the bronze two-tone. And they really do a good job on the 65 respecting that. So from a style perspective, I give it to the Oris. I think it's a home run for this specific one because I love it. Bronze is hot. Maybe two years from now, it would not win on the style perspective. <laughs> but for this year... 2021... Yeah. And 2020 even, bronze is really hot. Well, 2020, for me, I feel it was a transition year between green and bronze. Yes. And what did we say? We said red was going to be... Burgundy, I said. Burgundy. Yeah. And we said this year, burgundy. But man, bronze is... What about the ghost, green, uh, green the ghost watch? Yeah. The ghost watch. We didn't know. It was, I said silver bullet. So, ghost. Ghost. Oh. ghost Rider. Ghost. I'm going to still see... We bet, I bet my house, right? Was it? Yeah. <sighs> versus it's my all beer. the classic elements of a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> They Catering. hire actors. Catering. They give you coffee. You can <laughs> do voiceovers. Useful lunches. You get an RV. <laughs> it's all the classic. <laughs> I love that his hairline's like back here. <laughs> his hairline run is trying to escape. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the uh, SNL Fuck sketch. this. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. It's also in the stomach, by the way, and it's fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> it's true. It's that's high praise. High that's praise. high praise. <laughs> 
How am I not in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> it has all the classic elements so, of the Nick so, Cage movie. So style, give it to Orson on this one. <laughs> I give the the style to Orson on this one. Dima, the uh, style. style. I have to also give it to Oris. I know, I know, it's crazy because I'm I'm the Seiko owner, but I, I have to be honest. And uh, I think again because they took more risks, they went for something that is more audacious. They they deserve to get the point for this. The design choice of this specific 65 diver is so unique that they will always stand out. They will not be ever confused with like a generic diver. As much as Seiko is a perfect reincarnation of the 62 Master, 62 Master, like I said again, it's it was a very bare bones diver. No bullshit, just very straightforward. This one decided to take it to the next level with the uh, design choices, the, 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 the smoky pattern on the dial, the, the two-tone bracelet, 100% style-wise, it goes to Oris. Okay, so I'll give my take on this one as well, but it was Oris Ren for the styling. Um, I had quick notes uh, for Oris. Uh, I was like, the brown and bronze combo is a welcome one uh, in the last year or so of green watches. Yeah, yeah, it's hot. Man. Oh, it's a good, it's a... <laughs> when, when you showed me that, it was like a... a um, uh, like a wind of fresh air. I was like, oh, yes, different, right? Now yeah. everything is bronze, so not not so much anymore. It's true, right? But I, it was one thing about the styling that I really love about that take, uh, that Oris is um, the darker edge of the dial, right? The yeah. Fume dial. The Fume, it's yeah. really H. Moser. Yeah, yeah, it's true. They did oh, a good job uh, on uh, that. H. Moser saw. was like, quote unquote, the first, yeah. not the first, but they bring that back to styling, right? Back into fashion. The, the Fume dial. And Oris was like, hmm, I like I like the, I like the note that you put there, H Moser. Let me uh, let me copy copy it, right? Yeah, and yeah. have something similar. So, big points for Oris there. But um, for me, that Seiko, the SPB one forty three, is pretty much almost a perfect diver look, right? It's totally enough to be considered a diver, but it's stylish enough to be where uh, you can wear it at the office and it's not going to be uh, offensive right Um, the only thing I took a note as I didn't like from that Seiko uh, was the bracelet I think that the link uh, the link end end, right with the case was too square yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, uh, like w- when you talk about your Rolex, the uh, end link is pretty much perfect. matched to case. Yeah, it's perfect. The Seiko was like, eh, whatever bracelet we have in in, um, in in stock, just put it on, right? So it was a really square finish for a rounded case. That for me was a big loss on that uh, on Seiko, but seeing it on the NATO, seeing it on uh, on rubber, seeing it on different bracelet. You like rubbers, uh, eh? I do love rubbers. Safety. Uh, safety. <laughs> safety first. Um, and who, second who and third. Who's, who's pregnant? <laughs> who called you what what now what? Who, who, what's your name what, what? that's, what, that's Bitch, why who, that's who? why I, that's why I only have burner phones <laughs> <laughs> you gotta find me first <laughs> um, so I, I had to give it to Seiko for uh, the styling on this one I'm going against the grain once again you both went doesn't matter against the grain uh, but for those reasons I think it's overall but can I can I say one thing to tailor off what you said no if anyone is looking it was a rhetorical question he was asking for permission exactly the um Anyone out there, again, like we're trying to provide some kind of buying guide. <laughs> if you're shopping, guys, the SPB 143 is the Seiko to get. Mm. Now we're talking like we kind of added to the mix this Irimoti because I think Dimitri was also like, fuck, that's also nice. Yeah. But guys, do not skimp out. If you're looking at Seikos, look at the high-end Seikos. I think we're a little bit, uh, Dimitri and I, 
Thais. We're a little bit no, oh. we're a little bit we're a little bit blown away. Yeah. From mm-hmm. the high level Segos. We just had sumos that we sold. Yep. Had the core. Oh, you sold your sumo also? Fuck yeah, of course <laughs> I did. But Dimitri had But the, you can't own a sumo after this. I know. Dimitri had the the Hulk sumo. I had the <laughs> coral blue. <laughs> Is it we sold it. We upgraded. We got the SPB one four three. I got the SBDC one three three. And we're kinda like Fuck man, yeah. Seiko is it's a no-brainer. Seikos are is it killing it? The shit, yeah. Is it the or 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 Seiko uh, buying or collecting is like to the moon, always to the next one. But uh, right. you get know, a, get a sumo. So a lot of people are like, buy this ah, one. Maybe I don't. What's the next one's gonna come out? Maybe, sell this one. Maybe I don't buy get the one. Marine Master. But you know, we're in these these high level Seikos that are in the one to two thousand dollar range. Yeah. We haven't gotten a Marine Master yet. Maybe I'll get one. Maybe Demo will get one, the $3,000 Marine Master. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll but see the where they is, get. I'll I'm probably sure get a $2,000. We'll, we'll, we'll be at a shop and we'll be like, you know, fuck. We were, yeah. we understand. We were like, mm, maybe I don't go with a Seiko yeah. that's a thousand bucks. We were wrong. So, Guys, do not underestimate that thousand yeah. dollar Seiko. So talking about uh, underestimating, and earlier I was saying that um, installing that you can wear that Seiko um, with a suit. Right. Yeah. So the next category you is. You can. I, I, I'm pretty sure you can. Uh, it's the versatility of a watch. Versatility. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same, same. 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 So for me, I have to give this to Oris. I think uh, the versatility only because of the fact that of how thin it is. Um, you talk about versatility. So I'm going to go. Okay, you're wearing it at the beach. You're going to go swim. You're going to do everything. It may not have that water resistance, but 100 meters gets you everywhere. You're snorkeling. You're doing all your shit. You wear a suit. You put this watch on, whether it's on a tropic rubber strap or everything, the bronze, the way it pops. Um, the the Seiko is amazing. You can wear it everywhere, but it is more tooly than the Oris. The Oris mm-hmm. can get away. You can put this on a leather strap. It fits that vintage feel more. Yeah. And it keeps that thinness. Guys, you're talking about under 10 millimeters of thickness. Yeah, that's That beautiful that's sapphire crystal. I give it more versatility only because I'm thinking of the suit. <laughs> you know, if I uh, if I was retired and won the lottery, I'm like, yeah, fuck, that's all I ever need. Uh, Seiko SPB143 is what I need. The Oris, I only give it, the only thing that I it beats it in versatility is I think the suit wearing, but I think in all other of them, they're equate, they're the mm-hmm. same. You can wear the Seiko with everything. I think the Oris fits the suit better, but other than the suit, I think they're both equally versatile. But I give it a little slight edge to the Oris on this one. I gave it to Seiko. Ooh, and uh, Ooh, the reason I do is because I think in terms of versatility outside of the suit perhaps this thing is a total strap monster yeah it is it looks fantastic on anything you put it on and it will look good if you go out in the swimming pool it will good, look good if you wear it dress it up a little bit and wear it to like in a, a dressy event uh, like just the rubber strap is just it's, it's such a looker it's I, I can't, but I think because the watch is very, let's say, um, bare bones, very, very, let's say, strict in the terms of design, it is an absolute killer with, uh, if anything, with any event, anything you wear it mm-hmm. for and anywhere you go. So I have to give it to Seiko. So I'm a tiebreaker on this one. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, I can bet on it because you have a Tudor Pelagos. You're going to go with the Seiko, 100%. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> okay, so this one was a hard one for me. I, I think they Really? Both, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because um, with the Oris, uh, I, I was like, it's thin enough that it could fit anywhere in the office. Yeah. Same thing. Wearing a suit, yeah. that watch 
could work well, right? The colors are beautiful yet not too intense. They can um, the be, is be worn in most social events, even with a suit, right? That watch will not uh, pop out too much. That it's like a sword to the eye when you have a suit working to the office. On the other end, the Seiko <laughs> is the, the sizing for me. It's almost perfect, right? Thirteen millimeters thick, forty point five millimeters diameter for the case. It's gonna work in most social events, and you can wear it down or up with uh, different bands, different straps, right? So saying that with um, with Seiko, I have to give it to Seiko. Uh, as the Urus is really versatile and can fit with anything and will be perfect into an office environment, just the fact that the Seiko is a strap monster, you can wear it up or it down to what it is. Yep. So uh, overall, it's a Seiko point on this one. Yeah, Seiko yep. point on this one, yeah. Uh, like you were saying, you have polygos, I can guess what you... <laughs> Yeah, I know you. You're all about tool. I know you. You, you know have me. A back tattoo, and you know Zin. that I know that you know me. Your back tattoo says Damasco. <laughs> let, my, let, let my tramp stamp out of this. <laughs> exactly. Carbon fiber. Leave so my this tattoo says carbon fiber. So, oh, it's hard. Following this, um, next category is performance. Performance. Well, Auto watch perform in the uh, easy uh, life or in or with the movement. Within. Seiko wins this. Yeah. Water resistance, power reserve. Seiko wins performance. Yeah. Easy. I second count on this. This is not meters a, no discussion. Yeah. Two hundred yeah. meter. No. ISO certified with the Japanese uh, uh, wave. No, uh, no, no, the, no. the movement kills it and everything. Easy. Aspect easy and it's half the price. Easy. Yeah. Just no discussion. God damn. Hey guys, uh, I'm with Seiko as well on this one. Uh, just the fact that Urus is a rework of a clone of a movement. For me, uh, like it doesn't good well. So right now we're eight in, and it's four four. Oh boy! Oh boy! I, I, I've pre-calculated my own yeah. estimation. I didn't even calculate. I, I, I had a tie at the end. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I had a tie at the end. Uh, so next category is durability. Easy. I think it's the Seiko as well. Easily. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because much more tooly. It's uh, the hard and still. The fact that it has more water resistance from a durable perspective. If you're diving every day. That's the one that you actually want. The it's bronze, also diver. It's a diver bronze, certified watch. Yeah. It's, a, it's a prospects watch. And it's a professional specification. The, the, the bronze itself will evolve and change into its corrosion and whatnot. The other one is stainless steel that will not. The durability of the actual watch has to go to Seiko. I have to give it to them. I, I agree. No discussion here either. 200 meter ISO certified professional diver prospects watch, professional specification. No discussion. Against the 100 meter uh, diver exactly. 65, there's, it's mm. just, it's easy. It's, it's sort of sacred. So, so on this one, is the only one I have that's a tie for me. A tie, yeah, okay. Uh, because the technology. Luckily, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, yeah, doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> Thank God your opinion is irrelevant. <laughs> So please metal, say whatever you want. The middle technology today is so advanced that I think both watches were gonna outlast us. Oh yeah, but that's true. Yeah. So right? if you're comparing it to each other or to us, yeah. Well, versus like if, a human, it's better. Imagine if <laughs> our podcast was Seiko versus people, but it's not. It's Seiko versus Oris. Submarine Steel yeah. versus Dimitri Kevin. You know what? It always wins. <laughs> Dimitri Kevin Steel always, always dies first. Steel is always better we than skin. We always die before Submarine Steel. Um, so yeah, and to go to the bronze with Oris, I think it can give it character. And if you do yeah. give it to uh, your kids, your son, yeah. uh, your your daughter, it can give you part of a backstory too, right? True. The, the, yeah, the, yeah. Which would be cool that if the watch, category was charm, character. That's not durability. Yeah, it's, both like, it's, 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 it's character. They're both going to endure, right? Yeah, but the bronze is not going to fucking melt. It's like it's not going to go away. It's still there, right? You're right, you're right, you're right. 
you're gonna lose integrity of the metal it's just gonna fucking rust a bit that's it oxidation that's it you know what like, it, look I just cleaned it to give you an idea and look how and it's still disgusting it's <laughs> no it's his hand mint oh. we were talking about the watch oh, okay okay so uh, this one went to uh, Seiko. So the last category, X Factor. X Factor. So uh, it's can a, they it's sing a, it's the talent show with the uh, the talent show? Yeah, exactly. Simon, Simon Cowell. Me, so what's what's the X Factor? To me, Oris wins this one. I Why? think that the specs on their own are not impressive, but where Oris wins it is how they make it all come together. They put an SW two hundred, but man, they take a watch, they put this uh, beautiful high quality vintage style bracelet with the rivets down from 20 milliliters to 16 they give you the a taper is fantastic they give you a great bubble or like we'll say a bubble Buble, sapphire crystal it's not box but like a bubble sapphire crystal perfect bezel you can get a bronze bezel you can get a steel bezel you can get any type of baton hands an oversized crown you get just incredible dial making and yes the price is more than the seiko but from an X factor, and I'm going to say this, you want a Swiss diver, Swiss diver, not a, a Japanese diver or anyone. A lot of them go, I want a Swiss diver, uh, which folks are shopping for because people go, what's the best Swiss diver? It has its own category. Oris kind of kills it. They're not always attracted to the Japanese. They want, people don't want the Longines. Oris is its own brand, its own market. Dima, the other door. And then the Swiss market its own uh, type of, of style. You got Longines, that's a competitor. Oris stands onto its own. I have to give the X factor to Oris. It's a lot more, you know, bold. It's relative to the skin diver. It's, it's just all over a wonderful watch. And I think that Oris is a good example. This, especially the 65 versus the Aquas, is a good sum of its parts. And uh, so the X factor to me, my vote goes to Oris on this one. Dima, X Factor. I, uh, I also agree with Kevin. I think X Factor wise, Oris takes it because of the audacity that they've taken making this watch. They, the only thing, the only downside I would say about the Diver 65 is that they have about 55 different variations yeah. of the same watch. So it's not like they were like, hey, we're just going to, we'll just make one and go with it. They made everything that's possible, and some of them are very good. Yeah, some and some of them are not. <laughs> so, in that sense, I think the Seiko because the SPB only has four, four versus fifty-five, is a bit more aggressive in the sense that it's more of a like you really have to make sure that all, every single one of those four is a good choice. Whereas the fifty-five means that we'll just make everything. Some of them are going to be a hit, some of them are going to be a miss, but what, what doesn't matter. But I got to say that this, the one that we are talking about today specifically, yep. the one that you have, is takes it on the X-Factor side because it, it's the most audacious uh, choice in design and it works very well. And Seiko did not go as as extreme in that sense. And because of that, uh, Oris is the one that I pick. So, once again, my opinion doesn't matter, but... Um, You're used to it. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, just, just, you don't have to start with that. Yeah. Uh, Let's assume it's always <laughs> not important. Just assume, yeah. And then, yeah. whenever actually it is Dimitri important... Dimitri and I will uh, yeah. figure it out, and then we'll let you know which okay. one you... <laughs> whenever, whenever your opinion actually matters, <laughs> that's when you say it. But when well, it doesn't matter, you don't have to say it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 But he goes, hey, even. fuck you, Bugatti's French. Whoa, okay, calm down, Juice. Yeah, because fucking Giuliano Bugatti is a typical French name. Yeah, whatever his name... Julia. 
It's EB. Like the Lego of Bugatti is like. That EB. was a test, and you fucking <sighs> failed again. So, um, wow, what a fucking loser. <laughs> So at least guess like Eduardo, I don't know. Eduardo. <laughs> Eduardo. Juan, Juan Bugatti. Juan, 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 Juan e? <laughs> Eduardo, Eduardo Bugateres. <laughs> okay, so X Factor. Uh, it's Urus to win, but I was giving it to Urus just because for me, X Factor is like the uh, wow effect, the hoo la la, the mm, interesting effect. Yeah, it's good. Um, and as uh, say, the, the effect. Yeah. As, as Seiko is uh, almost as a perfect diver, it doesn't go uh, and push buttons and or try things out. The Urus is trying something, is pushing boundaries, is, is bronze. It's a two colors, a two tone. Uh, with a Fumidal, it's a ooh, mm, interesting. Ooh and, and it, right? it begs the question: Would Seiko ever release a Fumidal two-tone watch? Not a sixty-two mass, yeah. but any one of them. Too I, aggressive. I've never it's seen a bronze. But a bronze. The, the, the Japanese culture also doesn't allow for That's that, right? right? It's more. Is it the color of the season? No, we're not gonna do it. <laughs> does it have snow? <laughs> no. Oh, take a <laughs> snow. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. racist. Wow. Uh, so people, the last. 12 seconds was cut out because we went a bit too far. A bit too far. Oh so, hey, the BBC score. Seiko, five. Oris, five. So what can you learn here? You will learn nothing from our podcast. <laughs> it was an incredible waste of time. If you're looking, if you're looking for a Swiss diver, get an Oris. If you're looking for a Japanese diver, Get no, a no, have a nice week, everyone. But, <laughs> Bye. End but of you, transmission. But you could have learned this. You could have learned this with like a twenty-minute Google search instead of spending an hour and a half listening to this podcast. Oh which my god! Literally didn't help you at all. Yeah, you, 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 you know what? You know what? I think just the, buy the, both of them, guys. Yeah, yes, yeah. Go for it. You're rich, listener. But if if I could, if I could summarize one thing. So I hope the, it's just the one thing. The first thing is, I think that because of the fact that it's a tie, I think we learn here that Seiko punches above its weight at the fact that it's 1500 bucks. Okay. I think that Oris does take more risks. I think it has a lot more variety than the Seiko does. So if you're looking for that, take a look at it. I think the fact that we're looking at the Oris as a Swiss diver versus a Japanese one, a lot of people say, why not another Swiss diver? I think you can also look at Oris being a really great uh, Swiss diver. So compared to like the Longines that you see out there and maybe some of the Hamiltons or whatnot, take a look at Oris, individually owned, really good bang for buck. And for Seiko, the last thing that we'll say is that look at the expensive ones. Don't just look at the Sumos. Don't just look at the Samurais, even though I'd ordered a Grand Samurai. The, Soon on the Big Black Black podcast. <laughs> you'll see. The, the Seikos do punch above their weight. And you know what? Dimitri and I are like thoroughly impressed. Do not underestimate what the Japanese can do compared to the Swiss. But the Oris is, from a Swiss diver's perspective, maybe a little underestimate compared to the other Swiss brands. So some aren't always attracted to the Japanese. Some want that Swiss. Some want that Japanese because they want that in-house. So in summary, if you're looking for a dressy diver that takes risks, that's versatile, Oris is the way to go. If you're looking for the fucking best Seiko diver, the best Japanese diver, a solid tool diver, best bang for buck, in-house movement, versatility. The Seiko 63 miles, we'll call it, the SPB 149, the mark. is the way to go. Yeah, That's what my summary is for my took away from Any this. last word? I completely agree. Cool. Can't, so, can't disagree <laughs> with him. <laughs> Goodbye. I, I, I can't. I can't disagree with Kevin promoting my watch. Yeah. Okay. So, 
So, it's, so, it's, so yeah. before before Kevin uh, winded down, uh, the only thing I, the what I took from that is, if you already have a watch collection, go with the Oris. It's a bit more out there, right? It's a bit yeah. more expensive. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't have that many watches or you're looking for the one diver, Seiko makes a lot more sense. And, and in general, just to finish it up, I think Seiko and to me is one of the, if not the greatest watchmaker of all time. Besides so Rolex. Having, having a Seiko in your collection is a must. If you don't have a Seiko, no brainer, get a Seiko. Mm. And I love that you said that because although Dimitri selected Oris as a brand, I think what's good here as a takeaway is everyone knows Seiko is great. But don't underestimate some brands we don't know about. They have some great history behind them. And I think that we're learning about that as we, we research them. Mm. And you know what? I think what's amazing about Rolex is that we compare everything to the Submariner. And the two watches we chose here have nothing to do with the Submariner at all. Mm. It doesn't look like they're them. Right, they're they're right to exist on their own. They have their own, uh, their own rights, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so that let's that, unwind that, that, this. That, yeah, unwind this. Let's unwind this. If you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at bigblackclockteam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults. Let us know if there are any pieces you want us to review with, of course, the caveat that we can reward them. As always, be good to each other. Eat good food, have some drinks, and for all of you always shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week. Hasta luego, mi hermanos. Bye.